0: I'm MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, a home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein, here with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Simmons from Houseworks. Weather here in Mississippi is always unpredictable, hot one day, bone chilling the next, so it's best to be prepared for whatever comes this fall and winter season. Today we've got some tips to help winterize your house so you can be prepared for whatever happens this season. And as always, we're here to help you with whatever, whatever home improvement project you're working on. Share your comments and questions with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is FixIt 101 from MPB Think Radio.
1: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.
0: From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with uh, Contractor Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. And Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. The weather here in Mississippi is always unpredictable. Oh, yes. Yep, hot one day, bone-chilling cold on the next. So it's best to be prepared for whatever comes this fall and winter. And uh, today we've got some tips to help you winterize your house so you can be prepared for whatever happens this season. And as always, we're here to help you uh, with any other home improvement projects you may be working on. You can share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four, or send an email to fixit one oh one at mpbonline dot org. How you fellas doing this morning? Doing great, absolutely blessed. All right, outside of going hunting and being successful, Jeff. Yes. Uh, what are you guys working on?
2: Well, um, of course, still building uh, new new homes, so mm-hmm. that's going well, and
0: and um, finishing up
2: a couple kitchen remodels.
0: Uh, got a. All right. This is what you're doing for your business. What has the wife asked you to do recently? Oh Anything? my gosh! <laughs> Come on. Now, the growing list, right? But why did Why did we have to go there? <laughs> right, right, all right.
2: You know, paint the house, do the right, know, yeah, yeah, is, the
0: honeydews, yeah. yeah. All right, I got a time stuff of you really don't want to do, but you must do. Oh uh, well, yeah, if, <laughs> if you, you must want a wife. do it. Yeah, Dell, how about you? What are you working on?
1: I'm um, still uh, renovating and remodeling. We have uh, some bathrooms. Uh, got a customer that called in, and he wants to get a hallway and a foyer uh, script down and make over. Oh, wow. Like, taking carpet out, sanding uh, the trimming and paint ceilings and walls. So what's the small thing you've been required to do around your house lately? Well, uh, they want to get the Christmas shopping over with. and uh, Well, that's know. not doing something, <laughs> yes, Dale. Come on, I almost grinch. I yeah, don't want to.
2: You know, that's just groovy. giving some... Uh, <laughs> Even some uh, bucks. Yeah, here, here's the
1: credit card. Come yeah. see me. No, they yeah. they want you to really get active, like uh, pick gifts that matter, and you know, <laughs> think about it. I used to the just give money. Thing you've ever said in your life. <laughs> All right, but, but let's, seriously, uh, um, I'm putting up lights around the
0: house. Um, oh, that's things cool. Things like that. Uh, All right, let's uh, let's go real quick to Benny in Casiesco, and he's asking about a, a chimney cleaner. What's going on in your chimney, Benny?
3: Uh, it hasn't been used for years and uh okay. right now what we're looking to do is put in uh imitation wood and propane.
0: Hmm. Where where is it where are you gonna put this?
3: In the fireplace.
0: In the fireplace.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Imitation wood and propane. I can Oh yeah, yeah, ventless so they're logs, just, um, is what you're um, saying. Cap it off. Like a I ventless system?
2: Uh
3: mm.
0: Are you I don't talking know if
3: about ventless? But the, the when w- I went to purchase the um, the wood, well, the M- whatever it's called,
0: yeah, the, mm-hmm. the, the gas
2: logs. Yeah, we'll call them that. Mm-hmm. Right,
3: that I needed to make sure the chimney was clean because I hadn't it hasn't been used
2: for
0: okay
3: a number of years. So I'm yeah. looking for that.
0: Okay, yeah. close that chimney and yeah, do they're, gas the ventless. There's
2: there's two sets of logs that you can purchase. One is vented and one mm-hmm. is non-vented. Uh, My recommendation is going to be get the non-vented, and then you can seal that flue completely off. Just make certain, and it it will say on the logs that they are vented or non-vented.
3: Oh, okay. So So, then I won't have to have
0: a chimney clean? No, ma'am, you will not. And discontinue it. Yeah, just, just... Yeah, it'll it will I mean, one should have their chimney inspected anyway, like if it's a brick of course, structure, of course. To make sure yeah. especially if it's brick and it's been molding for a long time and there's not been a fire in many years, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you got to make sure that the chimney is is safe. But but pretty much any building inspector can tell you if that's the case. Okay. Yeah.
3: So then I have to find a building inspector.
0: (laughs) Well, a building inspector, a home inspector. Yeah, a Um, home inspector. They're they're in the they're in the phone book or online mm -hmm. as as many as you can find. You 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 know, uh, there's a lot of them out there.
3: Okay, but the thing to do probably would be a non-vented logs.
1: Yes. Yes.
3: Okay. Okay, I will look for that.
1: All right. Thank, Thank you. you. The smallest hairline fracture could be a fire risk. Right, right, which is why you have to have those uh, chimneys inspected. Of so, course. Inside yeah. and out. Yeah, right. get get somebody run a camera
2: down
0: it make sure that it's, that right. it's fire-worthy. Right. Well, uh, and we talked this um, – uh, <clears throat> we were talking today about winterizing your home because, you know, it, and it just happened today. Uh, a lot of us in Mississippi got our uh, – uh, another cold snap is not the first one we've had. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and this is the way it goes. There was something on Java's list that he made me today about, um, what some things to do to prepare to winterize your home. Well, here's the deal. We found this out on the last cold snap for the first time we turned our heater on for the season. And you know, you have that, that first like the dust burns off and you mm-hmm. have that smell mm-hmm. and everything. Well, and that's actually folks, that's a good sign. Uh, and while it's still not absolutely freezing outside, go ahead and turn your heater on once just to see if it will work. Yeah. <laughs> for the first day you go for it, you don't want to have to be calling the repair person. So go ahead and just try it once, you know, see if it works while it's not going to be detrimental to your health.
1: Seems like the calls go up if you wait and uh, call them then, <laughs> yeah. you know. Well, everybody's calling her them. So, yeah, <laughs> the supply and demand. It's an emergency, then. I did get to work on
0: some stuff uh, winterizing this weekend myself. Uh, the, the back door, the dogs had gotten to the back door. I, I left the dogs out back again, just like mm. you remember my wife called in and told everybody in the world that I left my dogs out. Where well, I do this quite often. So I left the dogs out. Well, I have one, like, kind of lab mix who can climb through, under, over, sideways, any fence that that man has ever constructed. So, anyway, the dog came to the other side and tries to get into the door, right? And so she sits and scratches in this one place until there are three paw-looking grooves in the wood Mm -hmm. right next to the door handle. So I had to repair that. And what she did when she did the scratching was she scratched up all the weather stripping. So the weather stripping was gone. So when you close the door, you could close the door all Mm -hmm. the way and still some light would come in through some cracks. So, okay, here's what I did, folks. I went to the home store. All right. Uh, local hardware store, mm-hmm. and they sell that stuff that fits into the door jam. And you're going, well, how's that in there? Is it nailed in there? Is it glued in there? Is it stapled in there? None of the above. the uh, The stuff that is in your door, typically the, the 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 weather stripping portion, you can take a pair of pliers to that weather mm-hmm. stripping and pull out. And the only mm-hmm. thing holding it in there is 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 like a uh it's a little track. A, yeah, it's like a little track and you can just pull it straight out. Now, on the other side when you buy this new weather stripping, I paid $13 with tax and everything wow. for one side of the door, right? Mm-hmm. $13. So I took that and all you have to do is just shove it into the uh with a putty knife or something? Yeah. Like 3 yeah, and one yeah. 5 and one. Yeah, you know what I used? I used the back of a screwdriver. Oh, man. Uh, uh, no, not, not, the, not the screwdriver part, the back. Sure. Because oh, wow. that's a, you didn't have to do anything. It didn't have to. And it absolutely made the door look brand new when I put that on there. And it tightened up all the cracks. There are no more light coming in, no more air coming in. And um, they
1: do come in different sizes. Like if you have a bigger yep. gap, you can get the yeah. bigger size. You
0: just choose what you want. So, there you go. All right, let's uh, keep going on the line. Homer is on the line. Uh, he's on the road, but talking about a leak in the chimney. You with us, Homer? Yes, sir. So, what's hey, going how on? You are you doing? Doing good.
4: Uh, uh, what's happening is, I, I, uh, you know, you see chimneys all the time, but until you look at them, they actually build these things. Mm-hmm. Up top of this chimney mm-hmm. is, it, it kind of pure me, it's, from the outer edges, and when it gets to the top, mm-hmm. it comes to a square where the where the the heat exhausts come out. And when I expected those bricks up top where they poured the mortar, uh-huh. the 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 mortar has kind of came out of the bricks.
1: Mm-hmm. You need it, to refill that. Like in
4: there, I guess over time, you know. Yeah. and This chimney, sometimes when we get a long rain or a blowing rain mm-hmm. uh it gets a little wet around the where the chimney actually meets the roof yep uh-huh uh is it is is this a common thing, and if it is, have y'all experienced this and what what did what what is a solution
1: we see that all the time um leaking chimneys. Uh, the best thing, like you say, inspect it, and when you notice a crack or something like that, that's uh, got to be filled, especially in your mortar. Uh, they make uh-huh. uh, uh, a tube. Uh, you can use it in a caulking gun. It's um, crack-refillable, uh, water-resistant. Um, Masonry? For- yeah, just for that. Okay, And it, it comes out uh jelly form, but it turns hard just like uh, the mortar. Uh-huh. And uh, you can use that in any spot where the mortar is missing, you know, on top of those bridges, those little ledges that you're talking about, they're bad to leak. Uh-huh. Um, so you would definitely want to get a couple of tubes of that and um fill in those um holes. Or you can use some um crack with just some mud, mortar, you can mix it up and do it the old fashioned way with the trial, but the uh, the tube would be the way to go. Well yeah.
4: let me ask you this. Uh, mm-hmm. am I overthinking this, but if I took Thompson water seal. And seal and just want to run around that. Once I do what you're talking about,
1: yeah, you should. That would be a good that? step too. Huh? That would be um, a good step to fill the cracks because the Thompson water seal won't um, fill in finger spaces, but fill those uh-huh. cracks in, and then you can uh, take your uh, garden hose sprayer and um, just spray it with some Thompson seal. That's something you would have to do periodically. It's not like a, a, the professional grade we use as roofers. We use um, either the Lucas or the uh, the hydro stop and things like that is a little higher than the Thompson seal. Thompson seal is about ten dollars. The things we use are closer than that, uh, right around a hundred bucks, right. but it lasts um, significantly longer. So you got you're on the right track. Seal those cracks and um, spray that chimney. Give it. A, mm-hmm. But this time of the year, when you use that Thompson seal, it, it may not dry up like you expect. It could, you know I had one case where it turn uh chalky milky and mm-hmm. uh, it's not as transparent yeah, well, as it should be mm-hmm. but they do sell a better um grade okay. it's just a little more
0: all right appreciate it homer hope that helped out we're going to uh keep moving along here we go ahead to uh john and gulfport he's got a comment about those gas logs you with us john
5: i sure am uh this is just some feedback that i have having gone from uh the under-40 fireplace to the
0: over-40 fireplace. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Let's clar- clarify that for everybody. If you're under 40, you're fine to lug all that wood inside and burn it. Uh, if you're over 40, you want to turn a key and have a fire. Or push a button. <laughs> right, push a button. Yeah. I-, I was
5: going to say, mine's got a remote control button. Right. <laughs> oh, man. The
0: button's the way to go. Remote uh, control fire. Said, With okay. the thermos. Yeah.
5: <laughs> having, having said that, the reality of a, a ventless fireplace is a myth, and here's why it is. You can buy a ventless fireplace. You don't have to worry about carbon monoxide. But unless you shut that thing off all summertime, the very first time you fire it up in the fall, it's going to have enough oil built up on those burners from over the winter to, or summertime that it's going to... Check every smoke alarm in the house that you've got. You don't see it, but the smoke alarm detects it. I called my gas company. They said, yep, common practice, open up your flue, close your doors, let it burn clean for a couple hours, it'll be just fine. I've had to do it every year for the last five years, so something to think about.
0: Well, that's a great tip then, John. Uh, I appreciate that, because uh, and I think we've all experienced the fire alarm going off and not understanding why one time or another uh and carbon monoxide if it's a carbon monoxide thing you know of course you have to have a a a separate or at least a uh an alarm that will catch carbon monoxide but that's a really good tip to go ahead and just burn it off once a year that's not much different than the thing i was talking about with the furnace turn Mm -hmm. it on once a year to go ahead and get it prepared for the time when you're actually going to need it
5: Exactly, and I just cleaned off my fireplace about a week ago. I, I closed the glass doors. I opened up the flue on the chimney, let her burn all evening. It looked pretty but didn't, you know, heat up the house. Now I've closed up the flue, it burns clean, and I'm good for the rest of the winter. Mm-hmm.
0: Good deal. All right, thank you a lot, John. We appreciate it. number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. We're going to continue our discussion after the break. Today, we're talking about questions about your home improvement projects. So, no questions off the table. Uh, what projects are you working on? Also, if you've got any tips for winterizing your home, let us know. You can call with your questions, comments, ask us how to do something. We can even do that. There we go. Number calls 877 MPB Ring. That's 877 672 7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at online. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Dell Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Today, we're taking your questions about your home improvement projects. Also, we're taking tips and also giving a few about winterizing your home. Mississippi weather is always unpredictable, and we're there. Join the conversation this morning by calling 877 877- 877 MPB ring that's 877 672 7464 or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Did an interesting project that my wife gave me this past weekend uh, outside of fixing the door that the dog killed. Um, the drawers, okay, like the chest of drawers. You go to your chest of drawers mm-hmm. and you pull it out. If you ever have one of the drawers you pull out and it just kind of like falls down (laughs) and like everything wants to come out of it. Well, the track is broken. Well, Mm -hmm. my wife said, okay, we've got three or four chest of drawers where there are drawers where the track is broken and the doors are falling out. Mm -mm. So my job was to go around to all of the chest of drawers and redo all the tracks, which by the way, yes, they do sell those. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you look at it and remember, take your phone with you, take a picture of it and you can go to the uh, home store and grab whatever part you need, replace that part. It's just two screws, by the way. It's not a big deal. You saved a lot of money that way. Yeah, um, you know, but all the all the stuff works now. Yeah, because yeah. you'd have had to buy new dresser drawers. Right, I mean, new right. chesters. And- so, so anyway, uh, something to do. There you go. All right, let's uh, go to the phone real quick. Kathleen's on the line in Osaka, and uh, you got a comment about a wood stove?
6: Yeah, I have all my in-laws up north in Philly, so I'm firsthand experiencing all this.
0: Right,
6: People down here don't use wood stoves like they do up north, so no. they tend to forget. Never put any kind of heat in your home that you don't have some kind of air coming in. Don't close up everything so tight, even if it doesn't give radon or carbon monoxide. It will eat up all the air. Mm-hmm. It'll burn it off. And when they clean these things, don't just put it in a bucket because a bucket may not be heat proof it right. may go through the bucket burn the floor, <laughs> right make sure you have a proper way of disposing the ashes mm-hmm. and for the lady or gentleman that was talking about the roof with the uh, pipe coming out the top
3: mm-hmm.
6: uh, it is always best they have it's I call it a contraption, but it works uh it's like a box, but it's made out of mesh or wire metal or something of that sort that's heat resistant or heat proof. Mm-hmm. You put it over the cap so Mm -hmm. that ashes don't go floating into your yard or your neighbor's yard or have a Merry Christmas hot home warming. (laughs) Right. But um, that's really important. And the last one is don't put yesterday's wrappings that you got the meat in in the stove. Use what is proper because that little bit that you think you're doing something environmentally safe to burn that stuff, Mm -hmm. It, the plastics, anything kind of chemical that is on stuff, especially like wood treated for outdoor right. uses, not a good idea to burn in the fireplace.
0: Right. Mm. All right. Thanks, that, Kathleen. get
6: you started. <laughs> All right.
0: Appreciate it. All right. Let's move on to Judy in uh, Mobile. And Judy, a dented ridge room. Am I reading that right? No, I
7: think that's incorrect.
0: Okay. <laughs> good. Good. <laughs> really?
7: a vented roof a few oh, years ago got a new roof put on uh. and under code we're required to have that vented ridge cap oh the ridge well, roof we started okay. noticing that in our attic pulling down the jacob's ladder we're getting leaves and debris and now we're getting spiders mm. and we've been in the attic we've inspected we've checked everything we can't see where it's coming from so i was hoping your roofing contractor can give us an idea of what the problem could be
0: Okay, well, we've got two of them here, so go for it, guys.
1: She says she's getting uh, leaves in that's not a good sign leaves um, Is she coming through the vent yeah. ridge it she- sounds like the vent may be cut a little bit too, too big. big,
2: but yeah. i mean there's there should be if they use the proper continuous ridge vent, you should not be getting leaves now, you're not going to keep the spiders out of your attic uh, in, unless you kill them once they get in there. Uh, gotcha. That 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 roof has to ventilate. It has to breathe. Right now, what they,
7: is the vintage ridge material made of? We can't really see from the inside.
2: Just plastic. Yeah, it's plastic. plastic. It's plastic. it stands up. It's about eight, ten inches wide, inch tall, inch and a half tall. Plastic, yeah. hard plastic, with You've, vent holes in it, and then your. Your shingles will be nailed over the top of that
1: continuous Correct. ridge vent. Now you shouldn't like, have more than an inch and a half on either side of the, uh, the right vent. of the of the king ridge. But now <clears throat> they do make um, this little foam that you um, you know there's cheap vent ridge and then there's more expensive. They do have a vent ridge that has the um, the styrofoam up under it where it blocks. Um, debris and animal, you know, the insects from getting in, but it lets the air out. So um, it could huh. be a chance to have the um, the foam added to yours or change to upgrade your, your rent vis from the just economy to a more um, <coughs> right. a better grade. Go for the Cadillac of bridge vents. Yes, and it has the foam to block leaves from coming in and um, the insects, and it lets yep. the air out.
7: Then a follow-up question: If this continuous piece of plastic or this this bented they they come different ways is disrupted or cut, how do you fix that?
1: Mm, cut. Well, they have now. They come in. You have the, the uh, four foot, and then you have the roll. Okay. So um, if they cut it, you can. They uh, could
7: have a gap. There could be a gap there, and we're just not seeing it, and that's how the leaves are coming yeah, in. It's um, only in one spot. If
1: yes. Uh, right, if, it's mm-hmm.
7: right above the Jacob's Ladder.
1: Now, that could be a case where the, they made an alteration because they didn't need the uh, the whole roll or the whole four-foot section, and they didn't um, return it, you know, turn the cut in inside so you have the little uh, wall on the outside, and it could be right. open there. But in a case like that, you could easily take that little uh, foam I was telling you about and, and have that ran around the uh, the end, and that will block it off, and it's the event. Well, of you, course, you know, this
7: is discovered after the warranty well, for of insulation has, has expired. <laughs> right. Should I get a qualified roofer out there to take a yes. look?
2: Yes. I was just going to suggest yes. that, you know, spend 100 bucks or so and get, get, get someone qualified on that roof to actually inspect it. Right.
1: Yes. Um, that could be a, just a simple uh, fix to yeah, so it, it, it
2: would it would it'd be worth the you know a hundred or two that that would cost to get that inspected.
0: It's also worth not risking the life of the person you're sending up on top of that roof. Exactly, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs>
1: honey, go ahead and that get would up be there. Right, right. Yeah, well,
0: you know, unless your husband is a
2: qualified roofer, he doesn't need to be up there seriously. Or if he's and, got great insurance, yeah, and I don't mean that disrespectful, <laughs> but you know. Mountain
7: climbing, right? Well, I'm sure he'd appreciate y'all looking after him, right? That's right, right. that's right. (laughs)
0: All right, appreciate it, Judy. Let's move it along. We're going to go to uh Janine in Greenwood, and uh, you're talking about insulating windows, correct, Janine?
8: Yes, I would like to insulate my windows so that they are a little more soundproof and to weatherize them without the expense of getting double pane windows.
0: Oh, so it's their single pane single yeah. pane unfortunately um unfortunately soundproofing a single pane window is it's it, it's impossible unless you put yeah. another layer the reason why double pane mm-hmm. windows are are so much uh quieter than a single pane is is actually the air between the two panes serves mm-hmm. as a sound dampening system oh mm-hmm. well and well, and the th- thing
8: is this is a parsonage and so it's a, a temporary home for for us because my husband's a pastor, and we don't mm-hmm. want to go into all the expense of replacing windows for a home that is not ours.
0: Okay, is this is this for say just the winter that you're talking about?
8: Well, I'd like to kind of dampen the noise period all you know all year but okay. particularly yes to keep it warmer in the rooms in the
0: winter time all right i've got you know, a cheap
1: solution for I you when the guy did suggest um, a, a tent they have the that film does um, muzzle down the sound well let me tell you there is
0: there is this film that you can buy it's a window film okay and what you do it looks it looks like giant saran wrap is what it looks okay. like okay and okay. and you put it uh, along the top, the outside of your trim, okay, uh, okay. Uh-huh. and then you roll it down, cut it, and and uh, they have a way for you to kind of like stick it on there. The important Is it part of kind
8: of like contact paper,
0: yeah, but it's 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 plastic. Like I said, it looks just like saran wrap. But you'll notice okay. whenever you come in the house, if you'll go ahead and put this stuff up, and it's very cheap. If you put this stuff up, if you walk into the house you'll notice that that plastic will bow out or bow in towards the house, which means that the house was sucking air through that previously. Does that make any sense, Janie?
8: Yes. I, Jenny? Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, I follow you. Yeah. Use that check out that plastic. You can get it at almost all the home stores and it and it's window film, but it's cheap. You can put it up and if it breaks through the window, uh, mm-hmm. winter, you can just put up another piece
3: mm-hmm okay you know, drapes
0: and curtains would also be a, a drapes easy. are great sound dampening yes. yes. yeah we've done yeah,
8: some so. some room darkening ones and some thicker heavier curtains and that has yeah. helped uh-huh. yeah. it, it,
0: it'll help a little yeah all right thanks janine thank you appreciate it uh do we need to break or keep going java keep going all right let's see let's go to philip he's on the road oh you're a bricklayer what's going on philip
9: oh not a lot how you doing this morning guys
0: Good. Did you have a comment about our uh, chimney we had issue earlier?
9: Yeah, you know, uh, y'all, y'all was talking about that. I'm actually a third-generation bricklayer, and I also do training for the Bricklayer Union. Oh, okay. and, thank you. Uh,
0: Good, we need I'm
9: one. Also, yeah. yeah, and also been uh, been involved with the chimney sweeping as well. Oh, okay. And, uh, you know, you, you, you're talking about the leaks on the chimney, you know, the biggest thing, uh, number one, flashing in good shape. Mm-hmm. And number two, that a lot of people don't realize, um, you guys are familiar with the rake joints.
2: Yes, mm-hmm. yes, they are.
9: It, where, where the mortar is reset back into the brick instead of out smooth where it's that, concave. That's yes. right. The, the rake the joint is the worst thing in the world you can put on the chimney because you give it about 15, 20 years it's going to leak
0: those joints. Well, mm-hmm. and and something that, you know, I always like to mention is, you know, a lot of folks when you, you know, we all grew up with the story of the little pigs and the brick house was the strong one. Well, <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, the issue truly is uh, masonry is not forever. Um it's it's not built like that and its worst enemy just like every other building material in the world is is water. Uh, yes. and over time even masonry uh, you know, if you see old chimneys, you notice the bricks don't have any edges on them anymore. They're not, you know, they're not real. Uh, and, and
1: some of the mortar is just like sand. it, You know, it's just crumbling. Oh, if you stick a pencil in there, it'll just fall out <laughs> a lot of times. You know, so. Yeah,
9: and especially in the older lime mortar where they use the quick lime. Because mm-hmm. um, um, cause that stuff is awful. I've redone a couple of chimneys Um Back years ago and you
0: can just take the brave with your hand and pick them up take the old chimney apart. <laughs> right um we want to make but, sure to but, stay but, stay far away from jargon on this program so i do want to let folks know when when you hear one of these guys talking about flashing that's actually just that m- metal plating type stuff that they put on your chimneys at all the corners where it meets your roof so that no water gets down underneath those things
1: and if that chimney is um, more than sixteen inches across, you need a crooked back there, you know, to divert the water around the backside of the chimney.
0: You oh, that's know. a good idea. Yes, hmm. okay. yes. Those that's big it. wide, chim- <laughs> you know, a
1: chimney five foot with no crooked, the water is gonna um, kind of dam up behind there, and it's gonna rush through the uh, the flashing. The, the flashing. Right. Yes. All right, Phil. Hey, we. I pre-
9: got one more thing no. I just like to say to the listeners. You know, um, if they don't use their fireplace a lot. You know they have the uh, the dampener on the inside. Yes. And if if that thing's open, they're going to lose the heat from their central unit.
0: Oh yes. Oh yes.
9: Because it, it, it goes up the chimney, so make make sure that's closed. And same thing with your air conditioner during the during the summer months. But they also have what they call a lock top dampener uh-huh. that goes on top of the chimney and it's got a seal and it totally seals off the chimney for the winter or summer months. Huh. And you don't have to worry about birds getting in it or anything else Mm -hmm. like that. You can Google it. It's called a lock top dampener. It's got a cable that comes down, and it's spring-loaded. It pops up, Mm -hmm. it's got a rubber seal, and it completely airtight seals off the chimney.
0: Man, that's awesome. All right. Thanks, Phillip. We appreciate that. All right. uh, You know, we do need to take a break, don't we, John? All right. Let's let's do that. We can uh, continue our discussion after the break. Today, we're talking about... uh, home improvement projects. We're talking about winterizing. Any question that you have of any DIY project you've got going on, go ahead and give us a call, 877-MPB-RING. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. 672 7464 Or send an email to
1: fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. If you're a sustaining member of MPB Think Radio, we appreciate your support of our programs. To become a sustainer, Go to mpbonline.org.
0: Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein. Here with contractor Dell Moore from Affordable Solution 601 and Jeff Simmons from HouseWorks today we're taking your questions about home improvement, of course, also we're talking about tips and a few winterizing uh tips for your home. Mississippi weather is always unpredictable we're in the middle of it, so join the conversation this morning by calling eight seven seven mpb ring that's 877-672-7464 or send an email to fixit101 at org. i did a winterizing thing this weekend based on a recommendation that you said a couple of years ago wow. dell um and uh i went outside and i looked at my gutters okay mm-hmm, mm-hmm. now what i did was i got under the gutter directly under the gutter right? and i used my line of sight with that gutter to go up and see if any of my tree limbs were hanging over yeah, that gutter yes, cut yeah. back. and i have a uh pole saw thing you know oh, and yes. you can you can get a couple different types of these things and you're like a little over 10 feet tall uh where you can stand and hold this little saw and you can either do electric or not whatever you know powered or not and you can cut off all the limbs that are over your home now why that's important number one First of all, it's that time of the year where all the leaves are falling, and if they're over the house, they're going to be in your gutter. Mm -hmm. Now you've created another problem. So go ahead and cut those off before you lose all your leaves, and that way you don't have to uh, get all those leaves out of the gutter. The other
1: thing is, branches fall and damage roofs. Yes, yes. Um, If you notice that you have trees growing out of your gutter, it's time to clean them. The acorns from three years ago are yes. coming up with sprouts. And, yeah. Because it's only going to cause uh, more damage. going to rot out the uh, fascia and esophagus, mm-hmm. maybe even the deck. And it, it's just terrible. Yeah. So, And uh, along with that, I got up there and cleaned the gutters.
0: After I after I trimmed the trees back, I cleaned the gutters. So yeah. so I'm good for the winter.
1: You don't want to wait till the uh, leaves are frozen in the gutter and then try to clean them. You know, it's, <laughs> right. it's the time to do that. All right. Uh,
0: lines are filling up. So let's go to Sally in uh, Okalona. And you're asking about that window film stuff?
3: Uh, well, actually, uh, when my house was built, uh, I had my front door has an inset that's leaded glass, uh-huh. uh, uh, and parts of the the leaded glass was supposed to be a certain opacity, mm-hmm. like from a scale of like one to ten. And so I told the builder that I wanted the highest uh, level of opacity. However, when he put the door in, you could you could see through, you know, the lattic glass. Mm. And he said he couldn't get it any higher than that. So I said I wanted another door. Well, of course, we went back and forth, and he never put another door in. Mm. So. Then he told me, oh, well, you can, there's this film. I'll get this guy to put this film over it. Mm-hmm. And I just don't like the way it looks. So what uh-huh. I want to know is can I peel that film off or is it, you know, once it's put on, you can't take it off?
0: No, you can always get film off. Um and, and this is something that, and I I don't know, like your skill level, I guess, but I will tell you that your patience level will need to be quite high, uh, to get film off. Uh, because exactly. what will happen is one of those things where uh, you know this and you've done it with uh, like labels on things. Once you start pulling something, if you're, if you're pulling it too, too fast, you know, it's going to break and you'll mm. do that 67,000 times before you get frustrated. But if you are patient you can do this. Uh, I will say you'll need a razor blade.
1: You think it might help to use um, a little heat gun or blow dryer or something? Mm-hmm. It may.
0: Mm-hmm. Sure. i would try it. A little, little, little soap and solvent once you get it moving. If you can get like it dog-eared at a corner a little bit, a little soap uh, on there won't hurt. And all of it will clean up with a razor blade. Everything on glass cleans with a razor blade. Mm-hmm. So,
3: mm-hmm.
0: Warm water might help. Soapy warm water. All right. Thanks, Sally. Let's move it along. We'll go to uh, Becky is in Alabama. What part of Alabama, Becky? Uh, it's
10: Central Baldwin County.
0: Okay. Central Baldwin. All right. Down there near Mobile. All right. So let's uh, what's going on. You have a, a what kind of fireplace is this?
10: Well, I am not certain. It's an older home. Uh-huh. I regret that decision, but I do have an older home.
0: Uh-huh.
10: And they have a – it has a brick fireplace, but it has a heat Um Now, since we've purchased a home, it's never operated. Uh, the previous um, tenants actually bricked in the front part of it. Uh-huh. But um, I don't know much about them and don't know if it's worth pursuing, making sure everything's in working order Um certain it's old Um, oh goodness and from what i can understand um the way heat olators work there's there's actually three vents there's one Uh on either side and then one that runs across the top and it pulls in cool air from the room and somehow or another there's a blower mechanism that blows it back out into the room Mm -hmm. Mm
3: um
10: is is there an electrical part to that how does that blower operate do i you know i've never found um any sort of a Switch that would turn on power to that.
0: Yeah, um, I'm, I'm sitting here looking at. I'm, I'm sure you did the same thing and googled uh, heat-a-later like I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, and and you know there is one that is actually. Are you talking about the brand name heat-a-later?
10: Well, I think. I believe that I must have found that somewhere for that to have stuck in my head. Right. <laughs> um, right. But I think it's the, the old style one. I mean, I'm certain it's not a new one. Um, it was probably, if that part was done, it may have been done in the 60s.
0: Oh, goodness. Now, yeah. now I will say with, with my brief research sitting here on the phone with you, I have mm-hmm. found that um, that a plumber or... An AC uh, heat repair tech that has many years of service might be able to help you here.
2: Okay. Yeah, because
0: it, it's 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 got to have a motor. It's got to have a blower. Yeah. And uh, it's got to have power. Right. Sure. Yeah. 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 So okay. yeah, I think this is something that if you call either a plumber or a uh, AC repair person, who is typically also a plumber, uh, that you might be able to get this taken care of.
10: Okay. That sounds like a great place to start. Thank you.
0: Great. Thank you, ma'am. All right. Let's keep moving. Uh, Catherine is on the line in Itabina, and you are asking about some metal roofing, Catherine?
10: Yes.
8: I'm just. Um, going to need a new roof. I'm going to do that in the spring. I mm-hmm. uh, don't have any leaks or anything, but it's time. And I am debating between a metal roof um, and just replacing it with a traditional asphalt shingle roof Hmm. um and i'm told that the metal roof when they do it they can just place it directly on the shingles that are there which seems weird to me what do you all say about that
0: Uh, well we have two people who do roofs here and i can tell you just last week um we talked about this and i can Ah. say that you can put a metal roof over an old roof uh I don't think either one of our contractors recommended it. No. Um,
1: if, if, and
8: there reasons for not recommending it? Are,
0: well,
1: your old roof is just still deteriorating under there, okay. and, and this gives and you a chance. And it can't do anything
0: but deteriorate after
1: you cover it. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. With you having um, no roof leaks, it still gives you a chance to inspect your decking and everything, and anything that needs to be repaired, you can repair it properly without um, the guesswork. And you can do it right the first time instead of it mm-hmm. coming back on you later. You know, someone get up there and step through the deck and, and you know, something. Yeah, the great thing that you happens when
0: you, when you take a roof off the house, a great thing is you get to see all that decking. You don't know right. that a roof uh, like paint hides a lot. And the mm-hmm. fact that you can't see what's underneath those shingles and you may have spots or holes or mold
1: or what, you know, you just yes. don't know. And they have uh, good underlayers now that are different varieties that uh, give different warranties and uh, insulation just as well as what they would say shingles would do. mm -hmm. They have an underlayer that would do it much better. Now, that's not to say that
0: a lot of people don't get metal roofs over their existing roof. That happens quite
1: a lot. Oh, yeah, save money. Yeah.
8: Yeah. Um, How much do you think, just in your estimation, does it add on to the cost if you have the old roof taken off before you put the metal on?
1: It gives you a real warranty, and uh, the work is done uh, according to the specs. And you know, No, no. No, no, man. you no, want to know how much. It's, it's uh,
2: going to run you 35 bucks a square. Th- uh, <laughs> th- yeah. It's, uh, for removal. It's, okay. $25. It's
1: uh, it's, yeah. And if you have a roof that's got a lot of, like,
2: pipes and,
8: you know, right. dish R- things put, on it.
2: Put all new flashings on it. Mm-hmm. Yes.
8: Okay. Uh yeah. go,
2: go continuous ridge vent, even if it's metal um get away from the power attic vents, get away mm-hmm. from the turbines, uh, mm-hmm. vent that entire roof um i look bottom line, I like shingles uh, mm-hmm. that and but that's
1: just a personal thing. I like the look of shingles, mm-hmm. yeah, so
2: mm-hmm.
1: and, and too, you can look in your neighborhood and see how many other um people have metal roofs just to compare to see how different you might sure. be.
8: Well quite a few people are getting metal roofs simply because of the warranty.
2: Yeah. All right.
8: They last so long.
2: Yeah, uh-huh. you can you can get a fifty year warranty on your on your shingles. Um it's a it's a you know, it's a higher end
0: shingle but but yeah, yeah. you can get you can get a warranty on your shingles. Yeah. All right. Well, um hope that helps out there, Catherine. And I do think that's just going to be a coin flip on what you like and what you don't like. Yeah, that's right. It's yeah. all over with. It's your choice. Right. All right. We're going to continue our discussion after the break. Today, we're taking questions about your home improvement projects, and so no question is off the table. Call us at 877 MPB Ring. That's 877 672 7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. Here's a great tip to clear the clutter going into the holidays. If you've got an extra car you no longer need, or if you recently upgraded your car and don't want the hassle of selling your old one, we have a solution. You can donate it to MPB. You can submit your donation up until midnight, December 31st to qualify for a tax deduction. And if that car's gotten too expensive to repair just to get it there, well, come pick it up. Go by mpbonline.org and donate your car, truck, boat, RV, or motorcycle to MPB. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein. Here with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solution 601 and Jeff Simmons from Houseworks. Today we're taking your questions about your home improvement projects. Also, we're taking tips and giving out a few of our own tips about winterizing your home. You can join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING or you can go online to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. One of the things that uh, was mentioned today about something you need to win rise insulate yourself this is something that uh, just about every contractor will tell you but if you want to save some money over the long haul insulation uh adding insulation to the existing insulation in your attic one expert uh says regardless of the climate conditions you live in cold hot whatever you need a minimum of 12 inches of insulation in your attic uh and that could really make a big difference in in your heating, especially during the winter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, of course, keeping that air conditioner in in the summer. That's, sure. It's just a very good thing to get. All
2: you, right. You know go. something? Can,
0: can we talk yeah, about that for it. one second? Sure. Something to think about. A few
2: years back, we had something called a, a polar vortex. Uh, oh, yeah. I remember. Remember it? It's <laughs> <is> freezing. Well, <laughs> there's, I'm going to give you two points. If you go on vacation and you know the temperature is dropping, turn your water off. Mm-hmm. Open up your attic access. Turn the heat on your house so we heat that attic. It's full of water lines. Oh, man, I didn't think about that. We we had several insurance claims. People yeah. went on vacation. They came home. The uh, ceiling was on the first floor uh-huh. and water running out the front door.
0: Oh, man. So it's just something to uh, consider. That's terrible. All right, let's go to the phones. Uh, let's see. Is it... That's uh, oh Daniel and Brandon. He's looking for a dishwasher part. What's going on, man?
11: Hey, uh, I've been really enjoying y'all's show, and I appreciate what y'all are doing. Um, yes, sir. We've got a Whirlpool dishwasher. It, uh, came with the house. The house was built in two thousand mm-hmm. and seven, um, and the heating element went out. Or I, I hope it's the heating element. It went out uh, a number of months ago, and I've kind of just been putting it off and putting it off. Well, right. I went to the uh, appliance parts store over on Gallatin. Yeah and I've got the part, uh, and uh, I'm heading home now to to try to put it in. I watched uh, a YouTube video, and it looks fairly straightforward, Mm -hmm. um, but uh, I kind of want to get y'all's opinion on if it's something that a a, a novice DIYer can do, um, and also, if it's not uh, the heating element, I also read that it could be the thermostat, the heater, or the heat thermostat, Mm -hmm. maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, So I kind of just want to get y'all's opinion on Kind of like I said, if if it's something that, that you think I could do, or if I need to hire a plumber,
0: let um, me let me also, tell you from a uh, from a from a handyman's point of view, not the two contractors <laughs> in the room. I've done this, and yes, you can do it, and you have the greatest tool uh, that that you could do in in, in what you are talking to me on your phone. Take pictures. Yeah. Every screw you <clears throat> take out, man. Everything you do, take a picture. It's free. Yeah, do it. And and, it, you, and, it, and it's simple. It, it, it's, it's simple. What you will thank yourself uh, because the issue will not be getting the part in. It will be putting the device back together yes. after you have the part in. <laughs> a, so you want to do that. So go ahead and take pictures. But I can tell you, Daniel, having done it myself, careful, use patience, turn off power and do it.
1: And, yeah, I and think if the guy be, did it, you can do it. Um, select a video that looks like you doing it, and and just follow the steps. <laughs> <right>. You know, <laughs> right. don't don't get the short version. Make sure that right, yeah, you we know, the similar. summary. Yeah. Okay. All right, let's
0: uh, keep going. We're going to go to uh, Rick in Grand Bay. He's got a comment about that uh, heat-o-later that the lady called about earlier. What's going on, Rick? Rick, are you with us? All right, we'll I have to keep moving. Let's go to Lynn and Gauthier. A kitchen tile is popping up. Is it the stuff on the floor or on the wall?
7: Yes, hi there.
3: Hi. Um, it's, a, it's the floor. We had tile put in after Katrina, mm-hmm. which I would have had it before, but nevertheless, it's been great. Right. So it's about 12 years old. It's, you know, it's squares, just a black square, Mexican looking tile. But the last year, two places in the kitchen, it's they're popping up at the corner. And so they're not mm-hmm. being stuck to the floor like they should be, and they're not being next to each other as firmly as they should be. Now, I had my super-duper handyman fix one spot, and he said that air had gotten in there or something.
2: Are you are you on a slab or are you on conventional?
0: Slab. You're on a slab.
3: And then my husband said,
0: Have you got foundation place issues?
3: Place. No.
0: Uh, you might want to check foundation issues. I'm also going to start pointing at water yeah, here. Some moisture somewhere. Yeah, uh, because there's very few things that will make a, a tile unset. Sure. And it's water. either movement or water. Yeah, yeah, them yeah, are the only two I know of. That's right. Yeah.
7: Where would the water come
0: from? There, in the slab? There, there's water
2: in your slab. Put put your hand on it. If it's hot, yeah, then you have a hot water leak. Right.
0: All right, thanks a lot. Uh, For more info, just go ahead and send us an email, fixit101 at mpbonline.org. That's about it for us. It's a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio. And Fixit 101 is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Call screener today was Liz Gill. For Del Moore and Jeff Simmons, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for Everyday Tech with Michelle McAdoo. Join us next Wednesday at 9. Or Saturday at 10, right here for Fix It 101, only on MPB Think Radio.